Welcome again to another episode of Life is Wonderful Love podcast, where we talk about recovery, healing, life. Ask yourself, do you want to live your best life? <laughs> of course you do. We all do. We all deserve it. Today, in this episode, we're going to be talking about grief and how to deal with it. Usually when we hear the word grief or we see the word grief, the first thing that comes to mind is death. And that is the word that's most associated with it. Grief is a intense feeling emotion. Usually comes with some type of loss. And death is the biggest of them all. Also, when there is some type of breakup in a relationship, whether that's just two people going their separate ways or it is a divorce, in the end, it's the relationship has ceased to exist. Smaller types of grief are could be with a job. Even if you leave on your own, on your own agenda, there's still a grieving process of the job you just left. As well as if you were fired or let go, that would require a little more work. And then there's things like if you move away from different city, state, country, or some type of lifestyle, like you go from being an addict to recovery, or you're doing some type of major change on you, going to school, changing the way you eat or live. So I'm going to really talk about the first one, grief surrounding death and then how we deal with it. This week is the second time, happened once in the middle of February and now here in the middle of March, where one day I am having a conversation I'm with another living being and the next day they're dead, gone. And the first time it happened in February, it was a shock. We did a podcast about life and how precious life is and that you only have 24 hours. Now it happened a second time, and it almost just kind of like reinforces it. Like, what is going on? How are you dealing with your 24 hours? That's to me is like the universe is telling me, Hugo. How are you dealing with your 24 hours? You have 24 hours to make an impact, to do whatever you can. Because this may be the last time you're alive or someone else that is now in front of you, that this may be the last time you see them. And it'd be one thing if I had seen someone and then it had been a couple weeks or I hadn't talked to them and then found out that they had passed. Another thing is, is when it's just within 24 hours, that shock, disbelief. I can tell you grief for me in whatever scenario, but especially in these scenarios, is grief is numbing. My whole body goes numb. You cry. You feel sadness. 
you also start thinking about memories. I found myself either that same day or the day after where I'm almost like staring into space, where you're like in a complete fog. Like you don't even know what to think or do. You kind of just like go through the motions, whether you're at work or you're doing certain things that you need to do on a daily basis. Or when I went to kind of work out, I could find myself a bit lost. And that is normal. There's no one way to grieve. A lot of, I'll tell you what, what I feel is the most abusive thing is when someone says, okay, you can cry today, but no more tears. Or you can say, okay, when are you going to kind of get over it? There's no such thing as getting over it or only crying either on the day of death or the day after or the day of the funeral. You cry whenever the emotion arises because crying is actually the is a form of healing. You're grieving the loss through tears. It's the same thing as is like when we talk about a person. We talk about celebration of life. The reason why celebrations of life are very powerful is, is because we all have memories. We all have stories. We all have that impact of how they were in our lives or what we did. It may have been a small piece in our life. It may be a major piece in our life. But the important thing is, is that to kind of release, to heal, you have to talk about it. Grief to me, more so than any other emotion, is something that really needs to be verbalized. I think with a lot of times when we're feeling something, it's very good to journal. Now, we can journal over grief. But to me, it's almost so much impactful to talk is because death is so final that you're not being able to talk to that person anymore or be with that being anymore. And so when you're with someone and talking, having a conversation with another person, it makes it more alive, that you are not alone. See, if you're just alone with your pen and paper or your computer, it feels a little distant and you get more lonely. You feel more distant from life itself. And that's where people can kind of get more depressed. Now, it's okay to be depressed around grief, I mean, around some type of loss, around some type of death. But more importantly, it's to get that human connection, that bonding. Could be kind of a small bond. Could be a hug. It could be a phone call. It could be a face-to-face where you kind of get that oxytocin, where you need that human connection, some type of human connection. That is why human connection is so critical to our well-being when we're dealing with anything, when we're dealing with something that is taking us on some type of emotional roller coaster, ups and downs. So when we talk about grief, we have to verbalize it. And it's good to write about things. And you also being alone with our own thoughts, whether we're in prayer or meditation or just lying in bed or on the couch, we're just kind of going to sitting there. That way, we kind of come terms that we're no longer going to be able to have some type of interaction, some type of conversation, some, some type of action. And it makes us sad and we can identify it. That's how we process it and that's how we move on. So I encourage everyone 
when we're dealing with some type of loss, with some type of uh, death, that we get our thoughts together, get our feelings together, and then talk about them, write about them. That's how we process it, and that's how we kind of get through it. You know, we, a lot of people talk about, well, there's, there's five different stages of grief. Yes, you want to be able to come to the terms of acceptance uh, that the person is longer gone, but we kind of accept it the day it happens because we know it's no longer going to be there. That person's not going to be there. Then you're going to get angry at God, angry at ourselves, angry at them. You know, you kind of go through, or you kind of go through that whole depression or that withdrawal, all those different feelings. But the most important thing is, is to be around others and know that there's other people that will come into your life and add something. It'll never be the same. No one else can replicate. No one else can be whatever the other person or being was to your life. That is number one to me, is acknowledging that whatever space was together was special. You can create special things with any other living beings, other people, other humans. So I would encourage you to just be in the moment, be in those 24 hours, because that's truly all we have. We talk a lot about this stuff, about, you know, all 24 hours, look for the 24 hours, be in the moment. And there's nothing so real when death kind of looms around the corner, whether it's coming or whether it's sudden. We all have to then just be in this world Keep moving on, keep living, and then keep interacting with others so then we can then live the life that we want. And to me, a life that is full of emotion, where you're in touch with all your feelings and you're able to talk about them, process them, acknowledge them, do all those wonderful things around feelings, that's how we then can get much more centered and we become much more peaceful and serene because we are connected not only to the other living beings here on earth, we're also connected to up above God and all the souls that have already touched us and they are in heaven. We can live in both worlds, the earth world and the heaven world. And we move on with our memories, with our feelings and knowing that we're going to have some new adventures. This is the end of this episode. This is also episode 30, which means that we are at the end of season one of lifeiswonderful.love podcast. We will start again with season two shortly.